This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, Disney Countdown podcast family. How are we doing today? I don't know if y'all could, now y'all can't see this because of course you're probably listening wherever you're at, but whenever we hear our jingle, me and Megan, our heads are bobbing like side to side as we're listening to our own jingle as we're opening up. <laughs> and uh, so you, you'll have to go watch the YouTube version of that to be able to see all that. But I don't know. I just, I was just thinking about them. Like we do this every single time and we've yet to talk about this. And now that we're, what, we're on episode, what episode? is this isn't this number 10 or 11 it's it's one of the two 12 this is number 12 and so but so for the past 12 episodes me and megan have been doing this like regularly of we'll just do this weird little head bobby movement as our jingles playing i just think that's so funny and i we've never really talked about it before yes. and in this episode we also don't forget we have a special guest that'll be joining us today bradley stephen perry uh known for his days over in disney channel with good luck charlie and all that other good stuff he's gonna come in and join us and we're going to be talking about some more Disney food. So again, in the beginning of this podcast, I will warn you, if you have not gotten your snack, have it now because we will be making you hungry as we go further into this episode. So uh, stick around and uh, more exciting stuff to come. So we'll get into that in here in just a little bit. Well, anyway, I digress. So like, anyway, what we're really here to talk about, because Megan... You have some great news. I feel like we really need to start off the episode with. Do you want to tell the podcast family what just happened that we were not expecting? <laughs> yes, that, that I was not expecting. No one was expecting except the person who did it, which happens to be my um, now fiance, because I am engaged and I got engaged in Banff, Canada, Banff National Park, uh, which I thought was going to be just this like normal, regular trip with me and my boyfriend. I was so excited. Like, oh, we're just going to go see Banff. That was actually my second time in Banff. I had been before. And so I was just excited to go and see it again. And uh, yeah, he proposed on the, the highest floor of the Fairmont Chateau Lake Louise. Um, oh, so fancy sounding. The I said Chateau yes, so... Lake Louise. You yes. know, you got to say it with an accent and it's all fancy. I love that. Yep, yep, and he, yeah, he went all out, and I was just, I, I shocked. Like, I just was getting no hints from anybody. People who have seen my posts about it, I posted a couple times about how, like, just surprised I was, and um, it was, he just did a great job, and, uh, you know, it's, the ring is so beautiful. I can't stop staring at it. I got my nails done. I was, I was, I was the the least happy about the fact that no one told me to get my nails done before the trip. I saw no one forced me into the nail video. salon. Oh my gosh, I was so I was so upset because I was just like my nails are three weeks old, three to four weeks old, honestly, and I was just I I could not take any up close like, pictures because I'm like these the are horrendous. Nails, it's fine. It's not going to be a big deal because nothing's going to happen anyway. <laughs> right, right, and it was not like this glamorous like it's a national park. You're hiking, you're doing activities, and it's not like it's. This glamorous like tropical right. trip so i didn't i didn't get my nails i didn't have time but i did get them done literally the day we got back until they're now now they're all pretty and like so now you can actually you know, take the pose photos with them i can take handle. i can take the close photos yes yes um but yeah super exciting i am so happy i was obviously it felt so surreal it's a very surreal feeling at first um and still just very very happy so yeah 
I'm engaged. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, so exciting. And now y'all y'all been Thank dating you. for how long again? I forget. It was two and a half years at that point. So Aww, yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yep. Now I got to meet him because he came with you on the Marceline, Missouri trip when we went to the uh, Walt Disney family uh, or the Walt Disney hometown museum event. And he was so funny. And he, oh my my gosh, y'all, to brag about him, he... (laughs) He will go up to these random other dads. So he's he's not a dad by any <laughs> means, but he gives dad energy in this weird way. You can tell him this, Megan. <laughs> he's he's going to be like, wait, what? Because when we were oh there God. and we were sitting outside uh, Marceline and this whole kids area was playing and whatnot, he went up to all the little locals and most of them were dads and they were watching their kids. And he's just like, how do you deal with the train noise? Because y'all, <laughs> Marceline, Missouri has a train come by every like 10 to 15 minutes. And these guys would joke with him and just be like, what train you talking about, man? And just so he he talked to the locals oh and he was asking all these probing questions about the area and whatnot. So I, I got to witness that experience where I don't, I don't you might have been filming something, Megan. But I, that was my experience of uh, meeting your fiance and seeing him interact with people. So very exciting. I think that's so cool. that's. That's so cute. I had no idea. I I will tell him that though. That's I love that. Yes, he <laughs> was definitely. He, he was giving very dad energy, just talking about with them and just being like, "How do you deal with the train noise and all this other stuff?" It was so funny. So. Funny. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but most of y'all, if you did not know any of this information about, because Megan's posts a lot of videos and they've done very very well actually, and like go go watch <laughs> it because she's she does a little rant at one point of being like, "How could he?" She talks about the nails and whatnot. So make sure you're following uh, the magical millennial underscore on instagram tiktok threads all that other good stuff and then i am the dapper danielle also on the socials but here for the podcast we are disney countdown show on instagram tiktok threads uh, and we are the countdown show there's a youtube channel where this episode is gonna be posted also on friday uh, but you're hearing this probably on a monday or in the middle of the week and whatnot and we are pod disney on twitter and x so all that good stuff and Y'all, Megan, speaking of mm-hmm. how much we, we love we love your fiance and we also uh do we have a couple listeners have that have written in some five star reviews because they love us so much and we we, we appreciate it so much. We really, really do. Yes, thank you guys. We love our reviews. We love you guys and we just love the that we can share the Disney magic with you on a weekly basis now through the yes. podcast. So thanks for leaving these reviews. Um, I guess we have we have two new ones that we are gonna read off to you. This first one says, Love the podcast. Um, I think it's from ABW Rose. Mm-hmm. And um, they say, I have been loving this podcast. Megan and Danielle's enthusiasm and positivity make it so enjoyable. It's so fun to get in touch with my nerdy Disney side as I follow along and try to figure out my own personal lists. Thanks for spreading some Disney magic to my day. Uh, P.S. Princess and the Frog is my favorite movie too. Danielle got another Princess and the Frog fan. I love that movie. I do. It has yeah. a special place in my heart because that was uh, my sister's favorite growing up. So um we listen to that soundtrack constantly one of the best disney soundtracks in my opinion yeah she it's must have listened fantastic. to the she must have wrote this right after i did all my princess of the frog quotes and whatnot from the that quotes, episode yeah. yes uh, good times yes. good times uh oh, but yes man. we also got another five-star review saying like a warm hug multiple exclamation marks and this is from Brightwood uh parentheses liz um she says as someone who grew up 
uh, grew up without and still doesn't have a lot of Disney friends, this podcast is the outlet that my soul honestly needed. Since following both Danielle and Megan, there has always been something extremely comforting about their content. A trait that has carried over and magnified through this show. It really helps on long work days when the hours won't seem to move. I love that. Thank you so much, Liz. We really appreciate that. Yes. And you always have a Disney friend in us. We're we're right yes. there with you. The <laughs> the ones that speak to you through your radio, your car radio, your earphones, wherever. We're just a little di- we're just a little Disney nerd friends. Uh, the 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 socially not not the socially distanced, but you know the the ones representing both coasts <laughs> that are just talking to you from afar. Yes, yes the virtual yes. friends. That's what we are. Yes, that's right. Absolutely, absolutely, always. <laughs> And uh, and if you're not listening, guys, on Apple Podcasts, that is uh, totally fine. You can still rate us on Spotify and DM us your reviews. And we do have a few that we have received this week via DM. Um, and I wanted to read this one from Amanda because I was I was reading it before and I just I love this one. Aww, so yeah. she says, ladies, I listened to the newest episode yesterday and you had me cracking up. I do agree <laughs> about all of your underrated, just right and overrated, which I love that game, by the way. Yes. I am one of those lounge fly stands, mm-hmm. same. But I have to say, Megan, all your quotes had me in tears, and Danielle, all yours had me laughing. I will say, Megan, I too have the Dumbo quote all over the place, including the new tattoo I'm getting of Dumbo for my baby girl who collects elephants, and Dumbo is her favorite. Oh my gosh, my heart. And your Meet the Robinsons quote is one I live by. I still to this day have that written on a whiteboard at my work for my team to read and see every day. I love this podcast more and more every episode. Keep them coming. And Danielle, your rants are amazing. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) They were validated. Validation. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, y'all. Um, that was so sweet thank you that that was a really sweet note see and y'all we do we do read your messages like even when you when you comment on any of the socials because um our disney countdown team they do create like reels and clips of all of our like of these podcasts put together are also on like instagram and stuff like that we go through and we read your comments also on those on uh those posts and whatnot too so like post there send the send the podcast a dm because that's how we got this one from amanda also like go for it we we love reading that we love hearing that and you might we will probably more than likely we will talk about it here on the podcast also oh yeah for sure yes because yeah. i mean we just we love hearing if you guys you know differ or you support our choices in our countdowns or the opinions that we have about anything disney or if they so make fun of me from coming. the last episode because i couldn't they, think of monsters so- <laughs> inc and like any of those characters at all if you're screaming at us what was my swiss family robinson that i had no idea what that was oh, yeah so let us know because busting? i want to hear if you're just yelling at wherever you're listening to your phone or I don't know. Just like, let us yes. know. Let us know. And if you can't get enough of our countdowns, you can become a paid subscriber on Apple and Spotify and get access to bonus episodes. Or if you want the bonus episodes that are even more magical, uh, that I that you hear even more rants that I say on there also, uh, make sure to join our Patreon. And the link that uh, is in the episode notes. And we have a bunch of new Disney Countdown crew members since we last chatted with y'all. And we have uh, Spencer Risha. Rebecca, Jesse, is that dice pronounced that right? That seems right. I think Jesse, Jesse, yes. There's a, uh-huh. it's a S Z, and I always second guess myself. And then we have 
Allie and Gab. I believe it's Gab. There might be an accent there because they are from New Zealand. So I don't know. They might pronounce it differently. Yay. Speak it differently over there. But yes, <laughs> New we're Zealand. So, I know, right? Amazing. Amazing. I've always wanted to visit. That's on my bucket list. I've been to Australia and I didn't I didn't hop on over to New Zealand, but that is so cool. Welcome everybody. Yes. So exciting. And hello from the, across the world. Over oh, there, yes. Because <laughs> we have we have so many listeners that are listening from all over the place. And we're so happy again yeah. that y'all are here and that you're joining us. And so Megan, now you've already you've already shared with us all your exciting stuff about your engagement and whatnot. Yes. Yes. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're, we're, thank so, you, thank we're you. so excited for you. Wait, you can't wait to hear more details too later thank on. I'm you. sure as you digest this more, you'll have more to share too. Because this like just I happened so. the other day. <laughs> it did. Yes. Just three days ago. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're still, still coming down. We're still like, make, it's still surreal, right? It really is. Yeah. Still, still kind of like riding the, riding the high, so to speak. Of a, of a proposal yeah it's just woo, uh-huh. like wow oh my god this is real <laughs> well i guess so you've been out of town this entire time though because you so yeah you really haven't had a chance to be able to go to disneyland have you or did you get to go right after before you know i did go right before um just to what was i doing i feel like there was something right before you know i, I was just kind of working getting content i had to kind of batch my content a little bit more because i was going to be five days away um mm. i did i filmed actually quite a bit in banff which i was not expecting to but of course you know big event happened so i i had to document just a little bit just a little um bit. just a little bit and then I, actually yesterday i was able to go back to the parks because i wanted i really wanted a new pair of ears they just dropped like multiple new pairs of ears two ears. days before i got back Yes. They, okay. So they dropped, I don't know if you saw the lounge fly. There's a new lounge fly pair for the Disney 100. It's purple on the ears and then a silver bow and it has all the characters. They, they, um, a similar ear dropped, uh, months ago where it was a silver, completely silver pair. I do have those as well. Um, but this one is purple. So, um, very cute, really, really simple and, um, just lovely with the, yeah. When it comes to Disney merchandise and ears, I feel like Disneyland will get it, and then maybe two to three weeks later, then Disney World gets it, especially with ears for some reason. So I, I don't think, think I've seen that yeah. one yet. I think 80-20, that's how it usually goes. I don't know if there's ever a right. pair that you guys get first that then we get. I, there might be uh, some things here and there. I know that you off. did. You got the peace sign sweatshirt. I remember this specifically. You got that one before it dropped for us, that crew neck. And really? everyone, that sold out so quickly. Um so, uh, but then there was a pair of bell ears that I was not going to pass up this time. They had bell ears years ago. Did not get them. So I did mm. not pass this one up and I had to go in and grab myself a pair. And they're so pretty and they're like yellow and they got the rose right in the middle. So I had to get those. Those are, are the, the regular yellow ones, not the 100th anniversary ones with the roses and the stained glass that glow, Correct. right? Not not the Beauty and the Beast ones. Correct. I got the bell one specifically with her yellow dress um, aesthetic going. Yes. Yes. And it, yeah. See, when I looked at I did see pictures of that one. And the first time I saw it, I thought it was a throwback to, do you remember the Minnie Mouse ear days where they were, Disney merchandise was really trying to push this. Have you had the yeah. base ears and then the giant character bow clips that you would do in a switch in and out and they were interchangeable? Yes, I do remember those. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. had a bell dress one. And that's what I associated with that and i was like wait a second it's not on a black ear base oh my gosh these are new so Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. okay so i have seen those i don't think i've seen the other ones you were talking about though those yeah they had a mini drop they like dropped just this like select amount on like it was the day before i got back and then um the day i was back that's when they actually pushed them all out there was a a 
pretty decent amount in stock. So yeah. Don't you wonder they, if they do some that. Heart of House cast member just accidentally put it out on the floor? Because that's usually what used to happen. That happens. It happens that all happens. the time. Just yeah, one cast member is like, oh, I just found this box back here and it wasn't labeled. So I just put it out on the floor and it scanned. So it must be good. That does happen more often than not, y'all. <laughs> it happens. It happened. It happened with the Wanda ears, the Scarlet Witch ears mm -hmm. last year. Or was it last year or the year before? Um, it did happen. And um, it got, the word got out on social media and that spread like wildfire because those were the most popular ones in a long time. And, and then, then if you went to other stores, they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about or we can't can't put them mm -hmm. out yet because we're not allowed to what do you mean this location put it out yes much screaming and gnashing of teeth over um over, <laughs> over the viewers, Disney yes. merch. just because yeah, one person yeah. didn't get like a sticky note on top of the box to say please don't put out exactly yeah <sighs> good times now for me i have not been to the park you um, haven't because oh. because the last time we talked right i think i did pop into did i pop into epcot it was Epcot, yes. I popped into mm -hmm. Epcot once or twice. I did go meet Figgy. I went and yeah. waited in his line. His line was only like 15 minutes. Walked Yay. up there, met him, hugged my little favorite dragon, and then I walked over to Joy, who was still over there. I met her. She was like maybe a 10-minute wait, if that. Got cute pictures with her that uh, will probably be posted by the time this episode goes live. And then nice. uh, just kind of walked around, ran into a ton of people. It was great. But this past weekend, um, y'all be able to see this on friday once this episode releases uh but my background is completely different so i have moved actually and i have yeah. uh picked up everything and we have moved uh homes and locations so yeah it's very exciting times but that i was i was moving all this past weekend so i have not had a chance to go to the park but i will be there uh by the time this episode releases i'll be around Disney World property again for October 1st. We talked a lot about the Disney World foods that are going to be mm -hmm. releasing on October 1st. So I'm going to be trying to jump around and taste test a lot of things and go into that. So I'll, I'll be busy here in this upcoming weekend when this episode is releasing. But till then, I'm, I'm just still unpacking. I have boxes behind me still. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And moving is definitely a, it's definitely a little bit of a daunting task. But I was going to say, I noticed your background was a little bit different. So congratulations on the move. Thank you. That's exciting. Yes. Very exciting. And, um, I was most worried about my orange bird collection that's hanging out there behind me. So I have like my little shrine of orange bird memorabilia <laughs> and I have my Dolly Parton items and I packed yep. them all in a box and I put on the box and I wrote on it. So that way, we, I, I mean, I packed it really, really well with all the tissue and all this other stuff. And I said, do not drop box or Danielle will literally cry. And <laughs> that was the only box I cared about was my orange bird stuff. That's all I cared about. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? That's the most important. It had to be, had to be obviously kept very, very, you know, neat, tidy. So it could be where it needs to go on the shrine in the exactly. new home. Yes. It mm -hmm. cannot be messed up. Absolutely. It can't be messed up. No. No. One item that is on my shrine. This is another random D Danielle thing that you probably don't care about. Hold on. I'm going to get it real quick so I can show the video yes. portion and I'll make you guys be able to hear it. We'll have a little ASMR moment real quick. <gasps> Disney ASMR. It's my favorite. Did you? Are we going to tap, tap, tap on the things? <laughs> okay. I went to the shrine and I got it. It's not really a shrine, y'all. That's just what I call it. But it is a set of an orange bird teacup and a little orange bird plate right here. And they are actual China from Japan. And this has the 1970s orange bird style on it where he is missing his eyebrows, unfortunately. But uh, this is probably my most 
my most little expensive piece. I don't know. There was there is some trick where you can like hold it. Hold on. Let me see if I can do it. Do you hear that? Yes. That we, So that's how you know it's like that little ting right there. That's the little china and whatnot. So this this is like it feels really nice. This is like Disney. Disney does not make china or anything like this anymore like this yeah. and this is also my most expensive piece i paid 75 dollars for this one uh, saucer and this one little cup and whatnot which is actually pretty cheap because usually it's only 75 dollars for like one cup but uh so yes this is your it's so little, cute it is so cute so your little your asmr moment right there nice orange nice. bird china from the 1970s <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, so, so yes, cute. that was one of my prized possessions. I had to make sure it was wrapped properly and whatnot. So, love it, love it. Oh, well, awesome. actually, Megan, I think he yeah. is about to come into the studio, but Bradley <sighs> Stephen Perry is going to be joining us here in just a second. Yay! You might know him from his uh, starring roles on the very popular and actually one of my favorite shows, Good Luck Charlie <laughs> on Disney Channel, uh, Mighty Med, we got, and Lab Rats Elite Force. It is Bradley Stephen Perry. Welcome, Woo! Bradley, to Thank the you. Disney Countdown Show. That, that was yeah. actually impressive because most people usually mess up like one aspect of something. It's either my my name or the shows that I was on. Maybe people okay, I was rarely get this. it right. So that's, that's impressive. Is, is it I, a double well, first name? That's my question. Is it Bradley Stephen Perry or Stephen your middle name? Stephen's my middle name. Okay. It, okay. I, you know what's funny though is I don't understand why that's so confusing to so many people. I, I really don't. Oh. I've never well, understood it because it's a southern thing. I will I will attest for my southern peeps because we have a lot of double first name people down here. Okay. Right? So yeah. that's where that that was why it was my question of like, OK, some people do go, but like Brad, Bradley Stephen, like that's the yeah. first name. And then there's also a middle name in there. So that's why it was my question of like, OK, yeah, it's is that, funny. Is that it's, true or not? It's I, nobody uh, seems to, like people will call me Stephen sometimes, which doesn't make sense. I don't really know how you get to that conclusion. I get Stephen Perry all the time. Bradley Stephen. Uh, weirdly, though. So so what happened essentially because this is a, a show about middle names, right? That's why we're getting into this. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. We, good. We go on tangents. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was there's a there was already a Bradley Perry in SAG. So in order for me to join SAG, oh. I had to have a different name. I don't know if that's still a rule, but it was a rule when I joined 20 years ago, and so I had to go with Bradley Stephen Perry. And then I started working, and I I mean I couldn't change it at that point, you know, because it was like kind of was on everything it was in your yeah, but what's strange is so you know there's steve perry from journey and mm -hmm. when you look up my yeah. name often it'll come up with like his stuff but on uh <laughs> on, if you go to like getty images or whatever uh and you type in steve perry it'll be like photos of him and then photos of me and I've yeah. always oh. like i've always loved this idea that steve perry is looking for photos of himself and he's like who is this guy that just keeps popping <laughs> up under my name, you know? And so, yeah, dude? that's that's the background okay. on my... Uh... But that makes so much sense now with you explaining it. And it's just, it was the business side of it when you went yeah. into acting and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, Chad Michael Murray, you know? Like, oh, yeah. And it'd be weird if you said Chad Murray. Nobody would know who Chad Murray is. Chad Murray. That's a Sarah way worse. Sarah Parker. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Parker, Parker is weird. Mm-hmm. Michael yep, B. Jordan. Yep. I mean, that would just be confusing if it was just Michael Jordan. Oh, 
Because you know? yeah, because oh yeah. See, we don't yeah. think about okay. these things. But thank you for explaining Sorry. that. That yeah. makes so You're much welcome. sense now. Thanks for yes. having me, guys. I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for joining. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could clarify. <laughs> now, Bradley, I guess we should jump into it. So we actually, uh, when you first were joining into the studio, we were talking about how I, I'm not familiar with California at all. Because again, being the Southern Florida girl that I am. Now, you've you've lived in Southern California for most of your life, correct? Every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> born and raised here. Yeah. I even went to college in Southern California. So I didn't even huh. go far for that. Yeah. That was the furthest. I mean, I guess technically I've you know, filmed movies uh, out of state. So I've lived places for three month increments, but temporary, yeah. Man, never, mm-hmm. never fully moved. I've always wanted to. I'm just too scared, I guess. I, I'm I right get there that. with you. I get yeah. that. So does that mean you grew up going to Disneyland at all or like? Oh, for sure. Since you were yeah. right there? Yeah, absolutely. I, we, uh, we would go all the time when I was younger. I, I did start working for Disney when I was nine. So I kind of, mm-hmm immediately as far as like memories go was put into going to Disneyland. I probably had to work at Disneyland three or four times a year while I was working on Disney. So uh, I, w- I was, yeah. I feel like I could probably give a tour of the place at this point. So oh, I'm yeah, sure you absolutely. could. Sure and then you could. Yeah. would they sit, would they send you to world as well sometimes? Yeah. We, yeah. We, we filmed out there all the time. I actually got to yeah. go, I was there two years ago today, ironically enough. But so, oh, uh, oh, nice. yeah, we got to, they didn't have us do a promo. It's funny because I still know people at Disney and I've worked with them for so long that they're like, how can we do a promo with you guys still, even though you haven't worked for us for five or six years? They're like, how can we get you out here? So that's why I got to go a couple on. years ago. We just want to bring you out here. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's easier than having to teach people like what, what to do, you know? I think I probably did more of those like Disney 365 like uh, commercials oh, yeah. Than, yeah. than I think I anybody those. else. I was on those all yep. the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, quite mm-hmm. familiar That's with funny. Disney World. Oh, see, yeah. you're, so, you're okay. familiar with my coast. I love that, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've so been to guess... Orlando plenty of times. Oh, okay, well That's then awesome. do you have like a, a favorite memory then associated either with Disneyland or with Disney World? Oh, wow. Because we have one. people that are listening to represent, they they listen to our uh, podcast because they listen for uh, both coasts. So if you have oh, okay. one of the other, and maybe maybe a different one, like do you have one? It could either be when you're <sighs> working or not working, whichever one. You know, it's tough. Uh, I feel like Disney World, in my opinion, this might be a hot take, but Disney World is uh is 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 better as far as like you know going and doing things at attractions or whatever. Uh, I guess yeah. the only only qualm so would be that it just randomly starts raining and lightning storms like yes. once, a, once a day. So, you know, <laughs> outside of that and dripping sweat while you're just walking around, uh, there's th- that is the nice part, I guess, about uh, Disneyland. But I don't know. As far as memories go, I, I guess we got to film. I got to film one time at 5 a.m. in Disney World. And it was before like anybody was there. And so it was just mm-hmm. us and, and this small crew in the park and they were they were turning on the rides for us and we were having to film on them. Um, that was that was an experience that I would say most people probably never get to do that I, I will forever remember. There was also a time where I, I opened a ride. I think it was a, oh man, what was it? It was the Seven Dwarfs ride. 
in, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yeah, That's the Mine cool. Train. And so uh, my co-star, my good friend Jake Short, he he and I opened the ride, and we rode it. We had to ride it for filming. It's I probably will never go on it again because I was so nauseous of it at this point. We I think we rode it like twenty <laughs> times in a row. They just like what? kept oh, it gosh. going, and we were filming, and you're just like. Well, love of God, get me off of this damn ride. You know, <laughs> those are tight seats. Yeah. yeah, it's just the two of us. And, and then they're like, like you know, too. yeah, they're like, oh, dude, react yeah. to the rocking. And you're like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, and like, it's just I can't it's take like, this anymore. Yeah, like an hour straight of just going in this loop. And it's not a very long ride either. So you're just doing kind of the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but it, it's I not mean, even a minute back, long. So for y'all no. to go on it twenty times, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, your your yeah. acting skills were probably tested at that point. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And you're like trying to come up with things, and it's always like the cheesiest stuff where you're like, "Oh, look at that, that over there," and like, check out, <laughs> see how it's turning, and you're like, "It's so dopey for the twentieth time." time on this ride. Yeah. We're, we're we're turning left now, and you're like, "That's not entertaining," <laughs> but okay. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. And I assume you, they made you sit like in the very front so they could attach on like the lighting and the gear and whatnot. Uh, yeah, they did it uh, a bunch in the front and then a bunch in the back because that was part of the promo, I think, was that we're trying all sides of it, which, oh. you know, just added to it when you get off and you're like, got to get right back on this thing and, and go, go again. again. Also wow. such a wow. first world problem, but. You know, such a first world problem. It's yeah. such a Disney Disney World first yeah. world problem. Ugh. I had to go <laughs> yeah. on it. I had to go on it like twenty times before the park was open. Ugh. Oh shoot, yeah. that's funny. such no, such a I, tough I, Tuesday. I, what a bummer. That's yeah. so weird because that ride actually. So that would have been ten years ago because that opened up in twenty thirteen, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Was for it thirteen? Sure. Okay, that's yeah. weird to think about that. It was that long ago because I I remember writing it right after that yeah. as a cast member in previews and whatnot. So yeah, weird weird times. Times flying by too fast. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's bizarre. Yeah. That was such a long now, time ago. Now, with, with like, so with memories and whatnot, do you have a favorite Disney character? We obviously know it's not one of the seven dwarfs if you are slightly triggered by the yeah. ride itself. So yeah, yeah, do you I have a, a favorite character, though? <laughs> oh, favorite character. Um, I feel like growing up, I loved Toy Story so much. It was like, um, it just was like my favorite childhood movie. Um, and I feel like anything involving Toy Story is always, it's also still such a great movie. I feel like if you just watch it's, it, it's it, it, you know, it's timeless. Yeah. And it's also like mm -hmm. um, outside of like a kid's movie. It's really just such a well-written film, you know? But it's but okay, here's the thing, though. Watching, not a kid's movie. It is not. Watching Toy Story back again. Yeah. Watching it back as an adult. It's like so many of the jokes went over my head as a kid because yeah. I didn't understand that kind of humor. There are some like, you know, fairly like adult jokes. In I there. feel like I'm same like, with oh, the Monsters, huh. Inc. too. I feel like Monsters, Inc. Kind yeah, of similar, Monsters, Inc. Similar yeah, vibe. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I, Toy Story 3. I remember I was filming in Toronto when Toy Story 3 came out. And I think a few of us from the cast went and saw it and we're all sitting there just sobbing at like the oh, ending yeah. of the movie. It was so, it's, it's so brutal. <laughs> just I, like such a, I cried. Yeah, I yep. probably still cry watching that thing. But anyway. That was the same year. I think that was 2010. That was my high school graduation year. So I was crying at the same time Andy was going off to college. Oh, <laughs> <toys> behind. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. Now, so. Have you gotten a chance to come down here to Florida and see Toy Story Land Bradley? When did it open? Uh, oh, gosh. Ago, right? um, 
27? I should, 17 or 16. It's already, it's already then, been yeah. a little while. Yeah, because I, like I said, I was down there two years ago, and I feel like we did everything. It, it, yeah. It's kind of, it's funny because, again, another champagne problem, but, you know, we're with, like, a tour guide, and you're not waiting mm-hmm. in lines, and so everything moves so fast. And, like, you, especially Just, at Disney yeah. World, you're speeding through everything, and you're going through, I mean, you could probably do four different parks in a day, you know? And so you're just kind of like bouncing around and, and going through everything that, you know, it's like just all yeah. kind of jumbled See, in my brain. And you that, know? I feel I like saw that's Josh so Robin just sad that. Yeah. at the same time, because you do, unless you have a fantastic VIP tour guide that knows all the detailing of, so when you're walking through to the attraction, they can point out certain things to you. There's so many fun hidden nuances in Toy Story Land. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Like for example, random, random, random Disney things in the middle of an interview that you probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> in uh, Toy Story Land, there are 21 green army men throughout the entire land to represent a 21 gun salute yeah, that's oh i didn't know that that's really cool See? yeah yeah but unless you had a good cool. vip to a vip tour guide you wouldn't have known that i know so... <laughs> i'm gonna have to comp- i'm gonna have to complain i'm gonna say i didn't why wasn't i told i'm this? never going back <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh but that's yes. cool though um and then i since i uh bradley i've i've been a fan of yours for a long time now and i will say that um so was my mother because our favorite disney channel show was good luck charlie for the longest time thank you and um i so i have to ask what was what was your experience like or what was like your favorite part of being part of one of the biggest disney channel original series yeah you know it's funny uh we kind of talked about it all the time working on that show that uh we we didn't realize how uh, big the show was and how mm-hmm. much people liked it because we just kind of mm-hmm. went into work and did our thing. And they also never really made it feel like, hey, you guys are like a really big deal. I feel like with Disney Channel in particular, uh, they usually find people. There's like the Miley's, the Demi's, the, you know, all mm-hmm. those kind of people, the Selena's that that's what they really push out. And so when a show comes along that's, strictly big just because of like the show itself there wasn't mm-hmm, much family, for them yeah. to like push as far as like the leads i mean bridget got it mm-hmm. definitely more than any of us but it still wasn't like i don't feel like it was the same level as some of the other shows so we just kind of made our show and i think we all knew deep down too like we, we could be on any network you know we felt like that show mm-hmm, was funny true. enough to be on any network and so we we yeah. were excited just to be on TV. Um, for me, I was so young mm-hmm. that it was the first significant thing that I did that I I, I was just kind of riding the wave and was excited to go to work every day. And it was my version of being in middle school, you know? And so I, yeah. I look back on it now and I, I wish I could do that all over again, just to repeat it. Cause I, I went on and did a few shows after that and there will never be, I, I don't feel like another experience like that of like mm-hmm. a, a genuine there's something about when you have to pretend to be a family and when you really become a family, you know, it's very different. Like it's work family. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really is. And yeah. you spend so much time together. We, we, we did a hundred episodes and a movie. And so, you know, we, we just right. really, wow. you get to know each other pretty well when you're doing that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was a very, very special show that uh, is a very fond memory for me, but yeah, it's cool That's to hear so it because good. what's nice about Disney plus is we're on like the third generation of kids watching this show now. I mean, I got recognized yes, the yeah. other day by this girl who was like eight years old and she was really excited. And I was like, dude, our show ended before you were born. 
you know, (laughs) that's a bizarre thought, you know? So it's like, it's pretty cool to see that people are still enjoying and that the episodes still work, I guess. Well, and I feel like, like, thank goodness for Disney plus. Yes. And I I was telling Megan this in the last episode, uh, when we were actually talking about bringing you on that, I feel like Disney, Disney channel itself is broken up into different generations. So like, there's always a, like one or two shows that you associate (laughs) with a certain timeline and a certain time frame. So like the 2010s, I associate with good luck, Charlie and whatnot. So that it's one of those key shows to represent that timeline. So I think that's so cool Mm -hmm. that you got to be a part of that though. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of came in at a, we came in at a cool time. It was fun for me too, because I feel like Good Luck Charlie started when there was a certain era of Disney ending. And then I worked on a couple more shows after that for Disney that kind of led me into a different generation. And working on mm-hmm. Good Luck Charlie, I worked with, uh, you know, I was I was outside of the baby, obviously, but outside of Mia, I was the youngest person on the show. And I, yeah. you know, Mia came in two days a week when she was just a little baby. So she was barely there. She was just there for filming. Mm -hmm. So I was there every single day. So I was just working with adults. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so when I went on and did other shows and I was working with people my own age, it felt like that was me being in high school, you know, working with people my age. I felt like I was actually like around the same crowd, but I had just come off of a show that was strictly adults. Uh, so it was it was actually pretty fun for me because I made a lot of good friends after Good Luck Charlie that were actually my age, you know. Because I'm I'm really <laughs> yeah. close I'm really close with the dad from Good Luck Charlie, but he's what forty years older than me, you know. So it's like <laughs> yes, I mean he's he's an icon of like the '90s man. Like oh we're, yeah, we're talking yeah, Robin Hood yeah. met in tights. That's what he's I was when I was first introduced <laughs> to him. <laughs> I know or uh, American American Wedding. He was an American Wedding too. Yeah, uh, he was big oh, all in those that. Weird, weird, obscure movies he was a part of. Yes, dude, he's just a yeah. character actor, man. He's in everything. Everything you think of, he was in it. For some reason, he was in it. I love that. No, so cool, iconic. So yeah. For I, I guess you moving forward, do you do you have uh, I are you planning? Do you want to get back with working with Disney Channel at all in some capacity and whatnot? Do you want to? Do anything like what your your Disney dad was doing, yeah. like how he's a he's a character actor and all these things, or are we moving on to better and bigger things? You know, I think for every actor, uh, at a certain point, you realize work is work, um, and any any mm-hmm. job you can get, you're you're lucky to get it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, I think there's definitely time periods for working on Disney, and I think when you're a kid, they they kind of get knocked a lot. But it's it's a great environment. It really is. And it's a great way to learn how to act and great set experience and to know how you're supposed to be. And so then when you go into, you know, call it the real world of, of acting outside of on other networks where you're an adult, you already mm-hmm. know what to do and you know how to act. Whereas mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, people my age, if they're just now kind of getting into acting, I have in my head, I have such a leg up on on what you're supposed to do on a set and how you're supposed to behave um Absolutely. but you know set I, expectations I, yeah and i i think mm-hmm. you just i i think uh, yeah i think especially with uh everything going on in the industry right now i think it's good for people to realize that you can't really take our our career and our job for granted and it's a it's a very like a fickle opportunity to to get mm-hmm. to work on a set and so you know i obviously never say never i there's things i want to go do and try and 
and be a part of. But somebody like Eric's career, I mean, to to be a character actor like that, where you bounce around from from job to job and get to try new things, and you're consistently working and you're financially stable, man, that's the dream as an actor, really. And I think anything above that is just the, the cherry on top, you know. But if you can mm-hmm. if you can make yeah. a living acting, you, I mean, you're in the top one percent for sure, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think just kind of taking it in stride and seeing whatever comes away. That's yeah. Right. See, and Definitely. I don't know. Like, I, I I might have told this to Megan, but like every opportunity and stuff, like it comes into our life and it's meant to be there for that season at the appropriate yeah. time. So I think your time on Good Luck Charlie was an appropriate and perfect time for you to be able to set up for what you're going to do next, which is very exciting. Yeah. And yeah, now absolutely. I guess also one other thing: Do you have a favorite like episode or anything from your time in Good Luck Charlie? I forgot yeah. to ask that. Oh man, you probably Shit. get asked this all the time too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I've ever had a good answer for it. Uh, <laughs> I think anytime I got to work, uh, where it was Jason and I in scenes, uh, was always really fun. We're working Gabe and PJ's storylines were always fun, uh, just because I think character-wise they were so polar opposite that comedy mm-hmm. worked well. Um, mm-hmm. And Jason and I were really close too, so. You know, it was fun for us to do. We we would hang out. It worked well for us because if we were in the scenes together, that means we weren't in scenes at the same time. You know, so it's like we could go and hang out, uh, which we we did often. So we liked being in scenes together. Um, so I guess any episode that's like predominantly, but to be honest with you, I don't I don't remember half of them. I, I would say if not if not <laughs> okay. more. I I'm not even kidding you. I you was were uh, yeah. I, I was I was in college like my my first year of college and I, I had gone to a, a party and I came back and it was very late at night and I was bored and I was flipping through like uh, streaming and I was like, I have never watched this show. Let's give it a try. And I'm like uh, alone in my college apartment at like three in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to turn it on. See what it is. I started watching a few episodes of Good Luck Charlie. I was like, this is actually pretty funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's to see what people are talking about. This is a good show, you know. Because <laughs> you probably only came in for your segments of what you were gonna do. So if you don't remember like the entire episode or the entire portion, or yeah. did you ever film like multiple episodes at one time? Also, no. But it, I mean, it was just very quick, you know. And you're in such a schedule that it's, it's Monday through Wednesday you're rehearsing, filming on Thursday and Friday, and then you start again the mm. next week. And there, you know, there were seasons where we did. 30, well, the second season, we did 30 episodes and a movie. So we went 15 episodes, went and filmed a movie, came back to 15 more episodes, which is, wow. for television, is a lot. And, you know, so yeah. I just, like, it's all just jumbled in there. There are certain it's, memories, but as far as, like, episodes, if you threw me into those episodes, I, there was literally somebody who was talking about it uh, the other day, and they referenced something. Like, somebody recognized me and said, like, the episode where you did this, and they were like, what was it like to film that? I'm like, I, I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. I, 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 I couldn't tell you a single thing about that episode. So I don't know. I, yeah. That makes so much sense, though, because, I mean, I, I yeah. feel like our audience and whatnot. So, see, and people rep- remember weird stuff for you, Bradley, and then our our watchers on, like, TikTok and Instagram for me and Megan, our f- followers and the people that watch us, they pick up on the weirdest things or, like, how we pronounce or say something, and they will not let it go. So, like, oh, yeah. the weirdest things stick in their head. So, I think that's – so, that does make sense that people would come up to you and be like, do you remember this? And you're like, I have no idea because that was just normal every day for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like it, it yeah. you know, like I said, it was four years. So that'd be like if I came to you and I was like, "What was your favorite week of high school?" You know, like what True. what was the best week you had in high school? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's a good perspective. Just four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it a very long time. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I guess with not no longer focusing on the past and whatnot, and yeah. well, let's again go back to focusing on the future because uh, we heard that you have a cooking channel going on <laughs> on YouTube. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I I I've been bored uh, during this time of uh, working in the film industry because with everything going on. So you know, I I just took up cooking. I didn't really. I, I guess I've, I've always kind of. Uh, cooked i enjoyed cooking and I, I during COVID was definitely the time that i started doing it a lot and then really? it's just kind of carried into this and then while i was you know going through this i i've talked to danny about it a thousand times my my girlfriend and i watch like master chef and hell's kitchen almost every mm. night so oh my uh, gosh yes. yeah big fans Great of shows. big fans of uh gordon so gordon? yeah yes. <laughs> I dude, I swear, I have watched so much Gordon Ramsay stuff that I, I think about him and I I talk about him like I know him. And is it's, he your it's, Roman Empire? Is he? I was gonna say, is he your Roman Empire? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I literally like when I when I go to make food, the first thing I do is like I'll Google what I'm making and then just put his name at the end of it and just find. <laughs> His videos or his like article, whatever it is about the How damn meal. It. Yeah, because I, yeah. like, I like trust him like he's my father. I don't know why. Uh, but I think yeah. a lot of people that. do. I don't think you're alone in that at I all. I agree. I mean, well, he also is, like he's the master. He, he literally yeah. is. I mean, when you have 14 Michelin stars, I feel like you probably earned it at that I know point. what you're talking about. Yeah, but wow. yeah, the, the cooking <laughs> thing just honestly became like a fun thing for me to try new things, see what people think of it. I was posting a lot on Instagram of food that I was making because I have this idea in my head that someday I want to own a Michelin star restaurant. And, yes, you know, yay. so I started just posting all these photos and it's never going to happen, by the way. But the uh, the idea was no, like... Weirder yeah. things have happened, though. Yes, you that's never true. know. That is true. But, uh, you know, I posted all these photos and the people were asking for like the, you know, the recipe or whatever I was doing or how... Who I stole it from. I'm like, I'm just making it up as I go along, really. And then so I even talked to Danny about it. Danny was like, you should film it, put it out there, see what the world thinks. And so we started doing it. I literally do it in my apartment. And I, I just have some people come over and film it for us. And it's very simple. It's it's pretty that, funny. That's awesome. Yeah. But that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, and I I feel like that kind of content, you know, it's it's gonna be very organic. You know, yeah. it's going to you're mm -hmm. you're making something, you're just having fun with it. If it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I think that's yeah. some of the the best raw content there is, you know, that I think the internet really wants and is looking for. Yeah, yeah. and the thing was for me with like when I'm cooking here, I'm we're not on a sound stage, you know, so there's only so much you can do. And right. if it goes wrong, I'm just like, man, whatever. I don't, it's, that's, I'm going to show that's it. That's the end of the episode, you know? guys. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I was like, I, I, one time <laughs> I made like, I, I think I made some, something involving duck. And I, I oh, no. meant to buy a duck breast and I bought duck thigh. And it totally, mm. you know, it doesn't seem like that big of a difference, but it totally changes no, how you're cooking different. things, how you're going to be preparing yeah. it, everything. And mm -hmm. I try, I was like, well, I'll just try it anyway, like in this technique. And 
it came out disgusting. And so I, I, I showed it. I'm like, I, I messed up and it doesn't look good. So here you go. Don't do it this way. You know? And I'm like, I, honestly, I hope people probably enjoy that a little more than me trying to pretend like I'm a professional chef, you know, because I'm not. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's real. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. You. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I mean, like, I still, I mess up quite a bit. I'm not even kidding you. I made, uh, <laughs> Thing, I Greek yogurt over here and I just put some cinnamon in it and banana or whatever and I had to throw away the first batch because I accidentally put uh, smoked paprika in instead of cinnamon. So. Oh, so. oh no! That's <laughs> <a> no! <laughs> yeah, so I, I, just, I wasn't really paying attention. I grabbed the little containers, dumped it in there, took a bite. I was like, same. that's and disgusting. Like, Why I don't is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, something is wrong with this yogurt. So... <laughs> Oh, I, I guess we're we're talking about food in this episode, and we're gonna be giving our top five of our favorite Disney snacks. Now, Bradley, do you do you have five of your favorite Disney snacks? Snacks going down in order from yes. five to one. Okay, what I, is I your have list? A list. This is what we're up, wondering. Pull up my list. Okay. Yes. Oh, he's ready. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, cream cheese filled pretzel. Uh, again, oh, something God. that I, I can't imagine is good for you, but. It is it's so delightful. It calories, calories don't count. Don't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially if you're walking twenty five thousand steps. Who gives a crap? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I'll eat Zero two of them. The day. Yeah, it's also yeah. just like there's something about. Uh, I'm a big cream cheese guy. I think cream cheese is oh. is good in everything. Um, and okay, you don't have number... to like smear it with a knife. It's already in there. That's oh yeah, it's already filled it's up, so and good. you get the saltiness. It all it all just works so well. But um, yeah. I don't know if this one really counts as a snack, more of like, this is just something that every time I'm at Disneyland, I get, is the uh, Ghirardelli ice cream in oh, California definitely Adventure. Oh, definitely counts. It yeah, just feels like yeah, it's yeah. more of like a, a whole holistic thing. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I always get specifically a shake, I feel like, from there. Um, what flavor? What's the, the what's the order? You got to tell yeah. us the order. It's just mint, mint chip and, and Rocky Road. It's kind of the go-to. Yum. Yeah. That's, I've, okay. I've probably had that every time I've gone to Disneyland. Okay. Now, this yeah, one's a little Rocky more Road like, uh, number three is a little more like, like a little shishi restaurant ordeal. It's at oh. that, um, what is the place in, uh, what is it? The place in California Adventureland. You guys are going to have to help me out here. It's, is yes. it Carthy Car Circle? Carthy Circle. Okay. Yes. Carthy yeah. Circle. Yeah. They have a yeah. uh, ceviche there. That I feel like I've gotten oh. a bunch, and so it's like a citrus, okay. like a citrusy ceviche. Um, that's nice mix up from most park food. I feel like because you're getting like an actual nice little culinary experience there. Cool. Yes, a little it's citrusy healthier. flavor in there. Refreshing. Yeah, I'm a big again big ceviche person. So that yes. one's going at yeah. number three. And the reason that nice. one's at number three is because number two is not as good of food, but it is a classic to me and something I've always eaten every time, even as like a child before I was working on Disney, was the uh, Tomorrowland Burgers. The Burgers and Really? Yeah. From Galactic Grill? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And me and Megan are like, just okay. Tomorrowland's Harris? It's not a, a well-made burger, but it's delicious. No. Yeah, it works. Sometimes <laughs> you need a crappy burger, though. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know, that's good. It's better. Honestly, though, uh, that is that is actually very, very true. There are some nights where I don't want anything else but a very mediocre burger, and yeah. Galactic Grill is there every time. It's open late, and they yeah. just... Yeah, it, it just it's works. the perfect so, you know what? basic. I get it. Yeah, there's like nothing mm -hmm. on it. It's just a mm -mm. soggy Classic bun and a, 
greasy bowl. That, they do they do the the thousand island they have the you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. sauce yeah, yeah which yeah. is good yeah yeah i don't so, i don't uh, i didn't put their fries on there because i'm not a fan of their fries i don't yeah, like the fries it. they they could <laughs> yeah, do better so i'm just separating the burger yeah. from the fries um they wow, could work on love that. it yeah uh yeah. and then number one uh, for me is the is the churro <gasps> Yay! yeah number one that that will yes. forever and always ring number one the disneyland churro oh. i just th i yeah i agree and they also it can come in so many cute little seasonal forms you know they mm -hmm. like do it up with the flavors and stuff but the og churro was always good over i will say every once in a while you go to like a certain stand and you're like that's not their best no oh, that was my question one. you know do okay. you have a cart what which one is your cart there's there's one <laughs> i feel like i've gone to a bunch that's right around uh pirates of the caribbean uh, somewhere Frontier around, Lynch, yeah. Frontierland churro cart, and it is—it actually is the best. I will say that. Yeah, weird, right? I don't know why that. It like, is the best. Yeah. Also, just gonna put it out there, not to throw shade on it, but uh, I'm not a fan of uh, Dole Whip. I'm not, I don't. That's okay. I don't. Oh. I was gonna. I was, you know, thinking about it, and I think of Disneyland snack foods. That's on there, but not overrated. Some people. Do you like pineapple in general, or is it like a just a texture? Yeah, I like pineapple. I just it's it's you know. No, no, no offense to if that offended a lot of people with the whole Dole no. thing. But some people really <laughs> like Dole. I don't know why. It's like such a oh, big yeah. deal. But yeah, no, it didn't even crack top 10. So yeah, there you go. That's okay. No, I, that, I like the, I like the creations take. they have. Yeah. Dole Whip, they, they've done a lot with Tropical Hideaway, the new restaurant that they like. They make these little parfaits and sundaes and stuff. I yeah. like those where they throw a bunch of stuff on it. But yeah, I never really get the, um just the single scoop anymore no, for the doesn't do anything software. for me doesn't do anything yeah. for me. and me and megan I, I were also that. talking again in the last episode how like disney world how we do dole whip is totally different how then disneyland does dole whip also because we don't have the craziness or we don't put tahine or anything like that mm. on our dole whip mm -hmm. but that's like a disneyland thing so it's like a I southern it. california it's, it's, it's thing for sure so it's a socal mm -hmm. yeah yeah they, they put yeah. tahine mm -hmm. on beer that's very common here <laughs> A michelada. Yeah, yeah. michelada. That's very common. <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah. so while, while I was thinking about this, uh, would you consider food at Epcot as a snack? Like if it's in like a restaurant, you know what I mean? Is that considered snack food? Could that could that like Certain creep into the list? Certain Depends yeah. on the location, I would say. Mm -hmm. So like for me and Megan, we did include anything that's a festival food or a temporary food. It has to be something like if it's at a quick service location and it's something mm. like grab and go easy, but it's a staple that sticks around long term, then yes, we would consider yeah. that as part of our list of foods. Why, is uh, there something that almost made the top five? Well, well I, I would say, yeah, I mean, Italy, What what's the main restaurant in Italy? Like if you're walking. Uh, Via Napoli? Yeah, yeah, they have like the one in the very back with the giant yeah. pizza ovens. Yeah, that's that's the best food in all of Disney uh, in any parks. Mm. That's Ooh, my hot take. Hot take. Okay. Yeah, that's mm. the best pizza you can get. But I I can't count that as a snack, you know? Because it's sit down. Uh, I mean, at what, like a... what point do we draw a line on saying that that's they just food? Used to have <laughs> a grab and go window for their pizza at one point. Okay, Did then that's gonna that? go to number one. Jiro's oh, going down to number two. <laughs> okay, if that's the case. Be yeah. Okay. There, I've heard that. Yes, it went away, and then it might be back open now that the uh, the uh, international college program students now that they're back and they're more up to full operation and stuff like oh, that. It was that like a COVID thing. Returned. Yeah, it sense. was. It was definitely yeah. shut down for the longest time because of uh, the panini and. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't know. That'd be that'd be something to look into. But okay, so that would be your number one though, if it is fully back. If if it if it's back, yeah, we might have to knock mm. away the uh, cream cheese pretzel, which oh, no, that's okay. That's is probably too. fine for my lower intestines. I think they'll prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> more. I gotta try more natural ingredients. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. pizza is also way cheese, better. <laughs> cheese and hey, yeah, you have all cheese. your food groups. You got your meats. You got your yeah. tomato. You got your dairy. Everything else on there. Every it's, it's carb all good. you could imagine. Anything you need. All yes. the carbs. <laughs> we love carbs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness well that, awesome. i think that was a fantastic li list bradley i think that was a, that was really oh, good you. that was a good hot take i put some effort well into that one I, I did try yes yes i'm so happy that you had galactic grill burgers or which <laughs> might have been the old tomorrowland terrace burgers in your list because oh, yeah. that that makes my day yes. uh, galactic grill galactic grill deserves all the love i think it gets hated on quite a bit because it's just like this like yeah, and you it's know, great because you can like... sit there and you can eat your burger and you can smell the fumes from Autopia coming all just like wafting yes. on over. And, yes. right? and stare at the poor unfortunate souls going on Finding Nemo submarines right next to you. Yes. Oh, yeah, my. Absolutely. You know, I was actually at Disneyland the day that ride opened. And it was really? a really? day. The, I'm not even kidding you. We didn't do it. But the <laughs> wait time was seven hours. So, yeah. Yeah. First day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so we didn't that was before that. before the virtual queue era uh the wait times for new rides would be up to seven hours that was the same time for radiator springs racers when it opened at uh dca oh fascinating yeah no, i can't no. uh the claustrophobia with that ride did it one time mm -hmm. i'm like i'm good no you know? and the smells i can't deal with the smells it's just yeah because it's like it's, mu it's, it's and like you know people walking around all day you know and they go hop in that thing and you're like well pretty close and personal that's why mm -hmm. it was removed so quickly from Walt Disney World because then you got really sweaty people getting into that little right. tube for the longest yeah. time. See, it just so. doesn't work there. No, <laughs> it doesn't no. Work. no, you can't no. do that. Which is I mean, it's that's funny. Even more humid so, in the sub submarine. So, well, I guess Bradley, uh, do do you want to plug the YouTube channel? Tell us where. Uh, tell the people where they can yes. watch you yeah. and see what's going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my YouTube channel is just my name, which, uh, my middle name is Steven. We clarified that at the beginning here. <laughs> um, you know, so if you just look, look up my name, you'll find it. I, same thing for all social media, TikTok, Instagram, it's all, all there. Um, the, the cooking all videos, word, no numbers. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but it's, it's fun. Give them a chance and, uh, even try the dish. I explain the dish. I explain how to cook it. So. If you, if you try, you can you can learn how to make some tartare if you'd like. You know, there you hey, go. pretty exciting fancy. stuff. Yeah, very yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. Be sure to tag Bradley yeah. Stephen Perry that you learned it from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, well, I want to say thank you, Bradley, for yes, joining us you. and taking some time to talk and chat with us, reminiscing about the good old days, telling yeah. us about the YouTube and about your, mm -hmm. your Disney foods. I think uh, some people will definitely agree with your list, Bradley. I think they'll agree with you a lot. And I, I, see, and I want yeah. to know if, if other people agree with you about the Tomorrowland Burger also. I, I want to hear those comments. Yeah, hopefully Give I don't some get love like, to Galactic Grill. Yeah, hopefully I don't get like death threats for the Dole Whip comments, you know. And all that, oh, like, no. No, 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 no. I I there's some people, people who think it's overrated too. Our Disney <laughs> that countdown should be our overrated underrating. Fam. Oh, that uh, was yeah. have we done that one yet? I don't think I don't think Dole Whip was on our list yet. Yeah. We'll throw it in the overrated. Yet. And I don't get it. <laughs> Bradley's vote. You can overrated by me. Gonna remember that one. 
Well, thanks so much for joining us, Bradley. And again, to everybody that's listening, make sure to go check him out. Bradley Stephen Perry on the Instagram, the YouTubes, the TikToks, all that other good stuff uh, to Mm -hmm. be able to see his content and what he's going to be doing next. Very exciting. And thanks again for joining us. Thank Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was so much fun. It was so good to talk to Bradley. Bradley Stephen Perry, I, again, have been watching I could watching him ever since he was a kid because I was a huge fan of Good Luck Charlie. My entire family was. We loved that show. And he is so cool. Oh, my gosh. And yes. I'm so glad that he's into cooking now. And I loved his list of his top five favorite Disney snacks. I thought that that was so it was definitely like varying in like levels of food or different types of food and again i'm a big fan that he put galactic grill in there as one of his favorite spots for burgers i'm so (laughs) intrigued now it does make me want to go try it because like i feel like that's the equivalent to our cosmic rays here at walt disney world in our like tomorrowland area it's so it's like yes it's the one place that's open up late besides Casey's Corner for us here Mm -hmm. and like if you just desperately need food and you're like okay I'm just gonna get a burger it's fine it does it does hit when you need need it the most you know it does yes it does it comes with I believe it's just patty cheese lettuce and sauce and that is it that's great that's all you need yeah Mm -hmm. I love that see and I I think we do want to hear y'all do you agree with Bradley's list and then as we get into our top five we want to hear your reactions too on if you agree with our top five Uh, because we we did cover some great food options in the last episode and I'll be intrigued to hear what your top five are Megan oh I am um I'm ready to share these I'm actually I'm interested in yours too Danielle because I did I loved your uh 10 through 6 so um my five is kind of controversial because it's not technically a disney owned and operated location oh okay okay let me start off with my five then why don't we yeah why don't we do that do you want to just like briefly go over your uh six through ten i I guess i should yes to remind the people what we talked about so again if you did not get your snacks beginning of the episode like i pre-warned y'all again this is your time to go and get your snacks and make Mm -hmm. sure you are not hungry while you listen to this episode because we're we're about to dig in to it you know it's Mm -hmm. gonna be very exciting so in my number 10 was the croquet glacier, which is uh, the coconut, white chocolate, and raspberry sauce brioche bun ice cream mix over in the France Pavilion. That was my number 10. Uh, number nine for me was the cheeseburger pods from uh, Satouli Canteen in Animal Kingdom. And we actually, we had a couple people uh, tag us in our favorites on Instagram, and that was one of theirs also. So I was like, oh, thank you. I love that everybody oh, agreed so with good. that. Yeah. Uh, number oh, wow. eight was the entire spring roll cart, not the cart itself, but what the cart sells uh, over in Magic Kingdom near Adventureland entrance. Mm-hmm. And number seven for me was the Cozy Cone Macaroni and Cheese from Disney California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does sound really good right now, actually. Slaps. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> number six was the Mickey Sourdough Bread from also California Adventure. And yes. uh Yes, I'm. Uh, I actually had a dream about that bread the other night after we filmed the episode, and <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, bread sounds so good, specifically sourdough bread." And if it's Mickey shaped, that'd be even better. That, that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it's just so good, and they that sourdough from Boudin. Ooh, oh. and of course, anything shaped like Mickey is you know makes it a hundred oh, times better. Makes it home. It's so much better. So much better. Yes, yes. Um. Okay. Uh, should I go through my six through ten real quick? Yes. All right, let's do it. So my number 10 was the jalapeno cheese pretzel that could be found at Refreshment Corner in Disneyland or Bayside Brews in DCA. And it is just, oh, 
it to me i love my savory pretzels sweet pretzels are okay but i love my savory and that one just does does the trick for me see i, I love that bradley also had the cream cheese one too so that way you could, like it cheese. was like the opposite of yours too so uh-huh. nice, good good combo there good combo anyway you continue <laughs> we've had some contrast there yep yep not gonna uh, cream cheese pretzel is fine not gonna knock that one down it's it's still good um, and then we have, oh, the barbecue pulled pork mac and cheese from Flame Tree Barbecue Animal mm. Kingdom. That's a must every single time I'm there. And then we have number eight was, oh, Quesaberia Tacos over at Cocina Cucamonga in DCA. Classic. Mm. And I feel like that's one that a lot of people would agree with. And then number seven, I did put Dole Whip in my countdown because I do love Dole Whip and the Dole Whip concoctions that they create at Tropical Hideaway. And then number six for me was the famous breakfast chimichanga in Frontierland over here. Mm -hmm. One that is on my list still to try. Oh, Oh, yeah. We got to be be a morning person, Danielle. We got to get up early and go do that. I know. And I'm already trying to plan for it and like be like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure going to be able to wake up. I'll have to set an alarm specifically. And I'll have to, you know, I'll have to make one of those alarms where it's like I talk to myself when you like the sound effect instead of just being a regular ring. It's going to be me coming on on my phone and be like, Danielle, you need to wake up for the chimichanga. (laughs) That's why you're waking up. It's for a chimichanga. And then I'll remember to actually get up. If oh. you need to, I can go pick one up for you. I'm happy to do that. If it's oh, just, I know, appreciate you need the sacrifice. <laughs> yes, of course. Anytime. <laughs> well, okay. So again, like how I how I just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that my number five was because it's not technically a Disney owned and operated location. However, it is a staple. It's actually over in Disney Springs. It is what I would consider some of the best macaroni and cheese on Disney World property. Ooh. And I think some people already know it. I haven't even said it yet. It is the uh, the macaroni and cheese from Polite Pig. Oh, I've right seen there that. when you mm-hmm. come right down out of the Lime Garage. It's right there to the right. You can get it as a side, or you get part of the side trio, and you can choose three different ones. That is my go-to, and it was something that I have very fond memories of. Also, when I was a cast member, because they had a cast member mobile order system where you can like order it, and then like in 15 minutes be ready, so you could run over, grab it on your break, and then go back. And it was one of the quickest locations for me because we were in the middle of everything and we didn't have a lot of food so i could run backstage and be able to grab it mm-hmm. um ah, oh, that was so good it, it's like a white it's a it's a shell macaroni and cheese it's a, like a white shark cheddar and then they have these breadcrumbs on top oh literally like speaking my language that is the best form of pasta to put for macaroni and cheese mm. that's the best form of cheese for mac and cheese and obviously breadcrumbs on top make the entire thing just complete it all so I need to try that like yesterday. Um, I think Plight you Pig. would love a lot of other things on the Plight Pigs menu, Megan. You would love it. I cannot believe I haven't been there yet. I don't know why. I, I, I we usually go to Boathouse a lot, and I do Boathouse love Boathouse. It's good. It's good. But I got to try that mac and cheese now. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people Polite for Polite Pig, like, they just kind of pass by because it's not considered a sit down. It is kind of a quick service because you order at the counter and they'll bring the food to you. But oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. Arguably, it is some of the best, if not better, barbecue in Florida, right? So it mm-hmm. has a sibling location that is not on Disney World property. The actual like home location is called the Ravenous Pig. However, since we're on Disney World, we have to be polite about it. That's why we're the polite pig um, on mm-hmm. Disney World pl- property. And the, oh, 
They have a giant pretzel there also. Very, like, can compete with the one over at Baseline Tap House in Hollywood Studios. But just all around good, good barbecue. They have an outside bar where you can sit down at the bar. They have some really great little frozen drinky drinks that are mixed in there. Those are some of the few that Danielle likes. I don't, I don't like a lot of alcohol, but th those are really good. They're really good. So, yes. But anyway, again. I love that. The macaroni and treat cheese is my number five. Oh, man that's awesome i cannot wait to try that that's yes. uh first on my list when i'm back over there yeah, see i'll take you i'll see another one i'll take you over there and you can take me to the other place <laughs> perfect yay okay deal <laughs> i'm in <laughs> oh nice okay well let's see my number five um it is it has to be and i know a lot of people have seen some of my videos on this it's the cozy cone soft serve ice cream specifically <laughs> just plain vanilla and for some reason i i just it's my favorite flavor of ice cream because the that is the best soft serve the best quality soft serve i have ever had out of any spot i've ever been to it's just like the perfect amount of like creamy and it's it's not icy at all it's got this oh. perfect vanilla flavor and uh my thing is i go over to ghirardelli and i will get some sprinkles because they have also the perfect sprinkles to put on it so i got my little cup of sprinkles and i run right over to cozy cone and grab my soft serve and i put it in the cup so i can have them together and it's like the best dessert it's just oh it, it's that's my treat yourself kind of dessert when i'm at dca really? it is it is and it's, it seems so simple it's so simple right it's vanilla soft serve but it is literally the best soft serve I've, I've ever had in my life so sometimes the most simple little tiny things that aren't like over the top you're not trying to overdo it in flavor you're not trying to do like next mm -hmm. groundbreaking things sometimes you just need a simple vanilla ice cream cone and it just it's just what you need in that moment it, it just is simple mm -hmm. simple joys yep yep and i'm telling you if you if you try it and you like I, I just everyone agrees with me when they said it's, it's the best soft serve so yeah there See, it is I, number five I think I just passed right by that because Ghirardelli was so close. That's why I've never actually tried yeah. that myself. Or yeah. I get the macaroni and cheese. I'm like, I don't need more dairy to stack on top of my macaroni and cheese. Right. But right. now I'm going to have to go add that to my list also. I highly recommend if you haven't had it yet. Yeah, definitely oh. do it. Mobile order available. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they, they also have some crazy seasonal flavors there also every once in a while, right? Yeah. For the ice cream, they uh, they tend to do the, they have the mint one. Don't get that one. <laughs> The peppermint, it's green. Some people like swear by it. My best friend actually with this is our argument every single holiday season that she loves that peppermint cone when it comes with like sprinkles on it. I think it tastes straight like Listerine and toothpaste. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, so, I, you know, you're one or the other. You, you like the peppermint or you just, again, think it tastes like a dentist's office. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Is it kind of like a shamrock shake almost? yes but i like shamrock shakes i think that actually tastes like sweet like peppermint but this this one is just like oh I, I don't know i don't know i'm like thinking about it right now and it's just kind of oh shivers okay well y'all know yeah. get the vanilla don't get the peppermint when you go I, I, like, feel free to try it feel free to try it it's six dollars or something every year so you know go at your own eat at your own risk or um, you share it with somebody else so you get a taste test also of like if somebody likes it and they don't like it or if you both think it's gross that's great exactly exactly it's and it's not mint it's not like mint chip it is peppermint and it's oh. colored green so just for interesting for that also yeah. makes me weirdly want to try it just because you dislike it so much <laughs> 
it's very like it's aesthetically it's a, a cute for christmas it's a green soft serve and it's got spring uh christmas sprinkles on it so you know it's very oh, cute it's for the gram but not for the tummy or, or no. the taste buds no no not for me Mm-mm. oh well so moving on to number four moving on to number four and y'all i am afraid that the rest of my list it's all disneyland is the top four is, is for the list and number yes. four is that raspberry macaron that yes. we mentioned in the episode with our friend eric and how much we greatly like that and that was part of the uh or what was it that was a part of our game too mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Where it's spelled macaroni. And I think I spelled it macaroni here also in my notes. But yes, it is the <laughs> raspberry macaroon. And y'all, we we have a version of this, I believe, in the France Pavilion as well. The only mm-hmm. difference is, is that it's not Mickey shaped. The one in Disneyland, mm-hmm. and this is a Jolly, Jolly Holiday, uh, is Mickey Mouse shaped. And I again, like, like Megan just said, anything Mickey shaped makes it 10 times better. True. Yeah. And just a fact. Uh, I do think about that macaron. Is it macaron mm-hmm. or macaron? <laughs> it's so the macaron is what it, it it is a macaron. It's technically it's it's the French pastry that they put um, cream in the center of two little cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a macaroon is made out of, is mostly coconut, and we do have a macaroon also at Jolly Holiday shaped like the Matterhorn. Mm. Um, but yes, the macaron is the um, the raspberry cookie yes see you know i i pronounce it wrong every single time okay. nobody's been able to clarify me for me what <laughs> is the difference between a macaron and a, like a macaroon and of course with the with the when the accent comes out every once in a while i'm like i just want the macaroni i just want the macaroni <laughs> the whatever macaroni. it is so it's, oh, anyway but yes that is one of my favorites and that yes. is my number four spot it's a classic it's so good yep that's usually a, a must for people who are visiting for sure yes. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, mine are at Disneyland as well. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, the rest surprised. of mine. <laughs> and um, my number four uh, is going to be, it's a new item, and I hope it sticks oh. around for a while. Uh, it's the garlic pretzel bread twist. And this <gasps> is definitely a bit of a viral treat that has come up on social media because it has replaced the everything bagel twist that was at Maurice's Treats for a very long time. Um, but this one is much, much better because you can get it with marinara sauce if you like. However, oh. just by itself, it's like it's a it's pretzel bread. Who doesn't love pretzel bread mixed with some cheese and some garlic? And it is just it's just divine, like perfect amount of each thing in this big piece of bread. And you can easily split it between two people. You are more than welcome to have it, you know, by itself or have it by yourself if you'd like. But um it is just, oh, it's so good. It's, yeah. Surf now, warm. Maurice's Treats, remind me, is located in the left, back left side of Fantasyland in Disneyland, correct? It is. So it's actually right before Fantasyland. It's right next to the castle. It's next to Fantasyland Theater to the left oh, of the castle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can you can wait in line to get it there. You can also mobile order it at Edelweiss Snacks, which is right across from the Matterhorn. So that two mm. spots now. Mm-hmm. But is it like what we said with Bradley and there being two set of like multiple different carts for churros and there being better ones? Is there a better cart also for this? I have had it at only Maurice's Treats. So I'm going to have to compare. Oh. I've heard that Maurice's Treats is better than Edelweiss mm. Snacks. However, they're made in the same kitchen. So I find that a little bit hard to believe. Um, but, you know, I, I that is what some people have told me. So, okay. 
We'll yeah. take your word for it, Megan. I'm going to have, you know what, in the new video, I'm going to have to test it out. <laughs> like, Danielle was asking More me content. on our most recent podcast about <laughs> the difference between these two. And we're going to do a taste test between them. You know, the exact same thing. Actually, that would be a good video. Let us I'm know probably if you think she should do that. <laughs> yeah, let, let me know. Because, yeah, I'll, yeah, I might go do that. I may go do that. I love it. For sure. All right. We're on number three now, right? Yes, yes, number three. Oh, actually, I was wrong in my last statement about me saying that they're all Disneyland. They're not. I forgot. Number three. <gasps> Ooh, okay, okay. Is actually that pretzel I mentioned a little bit earlier. It's from Baseline Tap House. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> in Hollywood Studios, y'all. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture for you. It's gonna be a lovely picture. It's gonna be fantastic. So when you go into Hollywood Studios, right, and you're just you're spending the day, you've rope dropped, you've already done Star Wars Land, you've already ridden Rise of the Resistance, and you're just waiting for everything else in between. And you're like, okay, I want food, uh, but I don't want like heavy, heavy food or whatnot. You and your other person or whoever you're with, you go over to Baseline Tap House, which is where Rider Stop used to be. It's across mm-hmm. from Muppet Vision and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you can also go to ABC Commissary. As they're really good food in there right now because they updated the menu. Anyway, but yes. the uh, charcuterie board and this giant pretzel, you get the two of those. You can split it between like two to four people, depending on how much you eat. And it comes with like a mustard and also a beer cheese sauce. You can ask for extra beer cheese. And it is so good. Oh, my gosh. That's literally right up my alley. And wow. it, I think that you can get both of them. But, like, when it comes to pretzels and it being such a huge pretzel for what you get, even the charcuterie board for, like, how big the charcuterie board is, it isn't, it's not a bad price point. I can't think it off the top of my head, but it's one of those things, like, if you just want a snack in the middle of the day, but you don't want, like, a full meal or something, we just get the two of those for the Dapper family, and that's what we have it's so perfect oh my gosh that sounds amazing that's actually and that's my go-to as well as a pretzel usually when i don't want like a full meal Mm -hmm. but i need something and Um, it's not overly salty and it's not like that fakey salt taste either okay good yeah because the mickey Mickey pretzels have that thing to them right it does it doesn't taste like a mickey pretzel and now after having this so much after and i you have this with the beer cheese versus like a mixy mickey pretzel with the fluorescent cheese product i i can't go back to having like a regular mickey pretzel after this yeah no i get it absolutely Mm -hmm. oh just the high quality pretzels Mm. Mm -hmm. that is my jam i do think it's almost reminiscent of the one that y'all have in avengers campus Pim, uh, Pim's the the giant Pim's, one, yeah, kind yeah. of. It it gives me similar vibes. Okay, gotcha. Nice, nice. I love it. Baseline nice. also someplace that I need to try that I have not at <gasps> Disney's Hollywood Studios. You uh, you no. would love the beer selection there, Megan. Yeah, I'm like I'm all a beer girl. I gotta go there. Come yes, on. or bring bring the for the, the, the fiance. He'll love the vibes there also. That actually that seems too. like someplace right up his alley. He would really like right? it. That's the next he, park I think you need to take him to. We've been to Animal Kingdom. Now he needs to do Hollywood Studios. Yes. I agree. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So number three for me. Oh, okay. So this is... Uh, okay. This is this is going to take some explanation. So um, it, it, it's the bread bowls at Boudin for the okay. clam chowder. Um, the, one thing, the one thing I am like not the most excited about or thrilled about is that they did change the bread bowls at um, what is now Ant Cass Cafe. 
so for San Francisco. Um, oh. I really liked the, both the having a clam cheddar option, and then they always had some sort of rotational soup. Like it was either broccoli cheddar, they had uh, beer cheese soup, they had uh, bacon uh, ale soup or something like that. Um, uh, usually in rotation, or a loaded baked potato. That was also one of my favorites. Ooh. And now it's just clam chowder or mac and cheese that you can get in a bread bowl. And the clam chowder recipe is different than it used to be uh, oh. before San Francisco, the San Francisco transformation. So it, it's got a like a hint of like a miso flavor. And then they did put bacon in it, which they did not do before. So um, I still like it. it it's just I, I'm getting used to the change. And um, but that was definitely like a go to dinner for me at Pacific Wharf Cafe was um, one of the bread bowls, either clam chowder or whatever flavor that they had. So, oh, so did they get rid of the other the soups entirely then? Yes. Really? The, the, what, what they added in now, I know they, they it's a new soup that they have. I, sh I should sorry. Another thing I should specify. They do have something. It's called um, the beef curry. And uh, it is a curry with uh, little pieces of beef inside. It just it's just it is very different. Um, I think it's more of a I don't know if it's a, a Japanese style curry, but um, or yeah, it's, very it's, it's just different. Yeah, exactly. Which is it's good. It's good. It's just it's taking me a little while to get used to. So because mm. um, I used I'm, I'm so used to that the rotational ones that I um had quite a bit before so well and something i've noticed also with certain <laughs> disney oh yeah but the certain things i've noticed with certain disney food locations is like especially when they're pushing out something brand new or a new concept they're really mm -hmm. hardcore pushing like the new food items that they want to test and they want the public to like get used to them and whatnot and yeah. then after that period of newness is over then they start recycling through because again disneyland is such a annual pass holder location and you you guys expect to have different options and whatnot i mm -hmm. could see some of those options coming back in some way shape or form so i'll be interested yeah. to see if my hypothesis is correct give it like another six months come summertime next year and i would bet that you have something different if not the, the other options back I agree. I think if they don't change it for the holidays, they might change it sometime next year. Yeah, agree. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's my number three. But uh, right. what's your number two, Danielle? Moving back over to the West Coast, I assume. <sighs> number two. Yes, we are moving back over to the West Coast. So my number two options, these, I was really debating, like, does this one go first? No, this one goes first. No, this one should go first. But number two, I have decided, is the classic Disneyland churro. Hey. Yes. Oh, such a classic, classic option. And y'all, so I mean, so when I started the night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight, right? When I say that, I am specifically having you dream of Disneyland churros. I do not want you <laughs> dreaming of Disney World churros, okay? I do not wish that upon anyone. Nah. And, you know... When I when I started saying that, it was because my analytics of when I looked at my content and who was watching me on TikTok, it was like an overwhelming like 60 to 70 percent of people from California. Mm -hmm. So those yeah. are the churros that they associate with and whatnot. And uh, so when I started that, I was saying it in honor of my California fan that was watching and learning about Walt Disney World stuff. Uh, so, yes, it is, it's very near and dear to my heart. And I do. I love the churros. I think it, it's a classic option. Now, I have not tried a lot of the seasonal flavor stuff because I have not been in town for that. But I think something that's become a regular thing for me now is when I go to Disneyland, 
and I go in and try the first churro cart right there on Main Street. I know that one's kind of overhyped and it's supposedly not like the best one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How we asked Bradley which one he likes to go to. Mm-hmm. But that ch- red churro cart right there at the hub, I have been every single time I've ended up going there first thing before I do anything else, even before seeing the castle, I've been getting a churro. It's been, it's I, been I great. I love that. I love that. Yeah, no, it's a, it is a very reliable churro cart. And it's, and, you know, it is the first one that you see right there on Main Street. It's got a lovely, you know, like aesthetic and the feel to it being the first one in Disneyland. So I totally get that. And I love it. If yeah. y'all if y'all want to experience the Dapper Danielle vibes in Disneyland, this is the ultimate way to do it. Is that you go to Disneyland during sunset and during the flag lowering. Mm-hmm. Right. You get yeah. your churro and you watch the flag ceremony as you're just like chewing on a churro. And you, if you're super patriotic, like I, my, me and my family are, we, we dad, dapper dad is the Sam Eagle in our family. Right. So we love watching the flag retreat and all this other stuff. And the way Disneyland does it, oh, the audio and the honoring of each of the different like branches of the military and whatnot. And they play their theme songs and have those mm-hmm. members step forward gets me verklempt all the time. And I just get emotional. Um, but so when I'm like getting emotional and eating a churro at the same time just like oh my gosh this is beautiful yeah that that's me that's how you have the dapper danielle disneyland experiences during uh flag retreat time in disneyland (laughs) oh i love that it it is a really cool ceremony and i do love being able to catch it uh every when they do it around that that sunset hour so nice oh love it all right um so my number two uh is a ronto wrap and the Ooh, regular one from Galaxy's a classic. Edge. A classic. I, I I do love the breakfast and the uh, garden style, the, the meatless one. But the regular Ronto wrap just just hits every time. And it's such a good little snack option when you don't you don't want a huge meal, but you need something substantial. I think it's just, yeah, the flavor is great And you're all the way back the there in the back of Batu anyway, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, okay, you don't want to go to, what is it, Docking Bay? seven docking bake yeah because they have the full dishes yeah yeah so docking bay and i feel like i don't know how it is for you but they are docking bay here in disney world is so much more expensive compared to every other food in the park i'm like okay obviously you're hiking it up just because it's star wars food Mm -hmm. but the ronto wraps one of the few that's actually consistently priced for the most part it is it is i know it i guess it has increased in price obviously since it uh since it opened but it's I think it's a it's a pretty fair price for what it is, and again, super a lot lighter than the things at Docking Bay, and mm-hmm. but still like just enough to be like, oh yeah, that was a good little snack there. So um, that is that had to go at number two. I get that a lot. Um, there is something at Docking Bay the the uh, the meatless meatballs or something like that, the falafel. Yeah, uh, it's only it's only twelve fifty or something, which is what I go to every time now. Um, oh. with hummus and pita bread so anyway just a little so docking your protein well, in the in the uh the hummus and whatnot yeah exactly exactly so that's a little docking bay you know tip for you but anyway ronto wrap number two it's just so good every single time so yeah oh, that's a good option that's a good option i love that mm-hmm. well before we get into our number it. ones yeah y'all Again, thank you so much for listening to the episode. And again, big shout out to Bradley Stephen Perry, who joined us on this episode. I think that was really great. He gave us a great list and whatnot. And now I do have his actual handles and whatnot, because I, I, you can just search his name, Bradley Stephen Perry, and his stuff will pop up. But if you want to find him on Instagram, it's Bradley underscore S 
underscore Perry 12 on TikTok. It is Bradley S. Perry. And then his YouTube channel is Bradley Stephen Perry 1212. Uh, and that's to how to find him, find his content, all that other good stuff and whatnot. For me and Megan, we again, we are very blessed that we have it all the same on all the socials. So for uh, Megan, it is the magical millennial underscore. For me, it is the Dapper Danielle. And for our podcast, it is Disney Countdown Show and Pod Disney over on the Twitter and X. So yes. y'all, thank you thank you guys so much again for listening through the entire episode. And now yeah, thank you. let's let's talk about our number one food let's options. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to hear yours, Megan, because my, mine's pretty <laughs> simple. And if y'all have not uh, guessed from this episode, I or even last episode too, the two things I love most in this world is cheese and carbs. Right. So, mm-hmm. of course, my number one option is going to have both of those. And it is specifically the grilled cheese from Jolly Holiday with the tomato Aww. basil soup. That little lunch, that little combo. Oh, so I, good. I think about it a little too often, actually, because it's on a <laughs> sourdough. It's on a sourdough and it's grilled perfectly. It has multiple different cheeses, not just like simple cheddar. It's like three or four different kinds all melted together. And then you just you dunky dunk into the little uh, tomato basil soup and oh, it do be hitting different. And it is so, so good. It is. It's really like one of the best uh, it's any sort of any sort of restaurant. It's a great combo, and a very very much a fan favorite over there at Jolly Holiday. It's like oh, it's always it warms your soul, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's open later too, kind of like yeah. Um, our Casey's Corner on Main Street, Jolly Holiday is also open up later in Disneyland, mm-hmm. and uh, so the last time, last few times I've had it is actually like before park closing and this is like the 10 o'clock snack because of course disneyland is always open until like midnight or whatever whenever i go mm-hmm. and you need something to get through the last two hours of the day you do a mobile order you go pick it up it's usually much cooler in the evening over in disneyland you sit outside with your little grilled cheese and your piping hot tomato soup and oh it is a vibe and i am here for it <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole vibe yeah it's just yeah it's just amazing so yes. love that as your number one. Oh, Yay. thank you, Megan. Thank oh, you. Oh. So good. So good. Well, what okay. about you? What is your number one? Well, for those of you who have been paying attention to my list, you might notice that there's something noticeably missing <laughs> from, from mine. Um, so the num- <laughs> my number one is the classic Disneyland churro. And for, for a couple of reasons we've stated, uh, with Bradley and uh, with with Dapper Danielle, of course, um, the churro to me is first of all in Disneyland it is it is the best, mm-hmm. and you can never go wrong with a classic churro. I think it's just a perfect little sweet snack for when you're walking around, and you can split it with somebody very easily. But I also do really enjoy the seasonal ones that Disneyland puts out every mm-hmm. year, and they always have one. Um, and definitely going to be multiple throughout, you know, Halloween and and Christmas. And then they usually have some stuff out for like the festivals that we have, like Lunar New Year or Food and Wine. So it's just you can't go wrong, really. The Fluffernutter Churro, I will say, is my current favorite seasonal. Ooh. They have yet to top that one. They've brought it back multiple times because of how popular it is. It's just peanut butter, peanut butter sauce, 
uh, marshmallow sauce and chocolate chips, and it's absolutely fabulous. And I keep so, seeing so many pictures about it, and I, I oh, well, who was it? So one of our followers actually tagged me, and it's just like, oh yeah, trying Megan's suggestion for the flood and under to a churro, and uh, so sorry, Danielle can't have this. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. happy for you, but I hate you at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, I was so like, jealous. Thanks. I'm like, happy for you, but also, yeah, no, hate you. I it's hope. fine. <laughs> I, I yeah, I which was I don't. I genuinely surprised. don't. But I'm just no. I miss it. I wanted. I want to try it, and I haven't had it yet. <laughs> I know. I know. I was pleasantly surprised when they brought that back for Halloween because it's such a. I feel like it's such a random, you know, flavor to have for Halloween, and I hope they Chocolate, keep through the holidays. Peanut butter. We'll it's kind of like a Reese's cup almost. You know, kind of. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um. So yeah, it is uh, the churro. There it is at number one. I don't. I don't think anyone's surprised uh, by that choice, but no. I just. I had to. See, and I feel like yours is a broad enough range because you're like, oh, no, churro in general. Kind of like how mine's a spring roll cart. Like anything from the spring roll cart is kind of my vibe. Yours Mm -hmm. is any of the Disneyland churros. So, yes, I think that's a good good option. There was was a sour candy they did last year or something for Halloween. Did not enjoy that one so much. But that's the only one that I was like, nah. Oh, you know what? It was just uh, incorrect. Excuse me. Sorry. They had had the um, hot Cheetos and nacho cheese one. That... Was a no abysmal. Why would and you put I'm, hot Cheetos on a churro? Beats me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make a savory churro, but put some hot Cheeto dust on it with some nacho cheese underneath, and everyone was like, not everyone, but a couple of my friends were like, I actually really liked it, and I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> you're There's just no saying that way. because it's for the Instagram, and you're not. I being know you're just doing it for it. socials. I'm gonna be honest with people and let them know that this is not it. Sorry, Disney, but mm. you know you can't hit every single one. So you know that was, that's why that was a miss. that's why the pod Disney family they listen and they watch us on the socials because they know we're gonna give it how it is. We go and tell the truth about some of these foods and if it's nasty or not. Because some people they be nasty when they try to do combos that are cursed and should not have been happening. <laughs> Always well. We'll be honest about that. They do have, there's a hot Cheeto dusted pretzel, which is the jalapeno That's cheese pretzel. Different. So, so savory. It's sa- it's supposed to be savory. Like you're not right. mixing the sweet and the savory and the no cinnamon involved. That's good. I've had that. So pretzel just... dough can either be savory or it can be sweet. It's one of those, like that can be either one, but a churro is like, yeah, no. It's sweet. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, I had, yes, anyway, yeah. that but the, usually that's a rant no, normally for another time. <laughs> for another time, yes. <laughs> normally the churro is great. <laughs> that's yes. always number one. So, <laughs> oh goodness. Well, yeah. Megan, I think that was a fantastic list. And again, thank y'all for listening all the way here to the very end of the episode. And I hope you all are not too hungry. If you are, well, maybe this will inspire you to go try some different snacks, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Let us know. Take pictures. Tag us. Let us know if you try these things before or if you agree or disagree with our list let us know on the instagram or wherever you're uh watching and rating and reviewing all that other good stuff and uh again big shout out to our patreon family because a lot of them have started getting our postcards here also i forgot to mention that in the beginning of the episode and Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for your reactions to getting uh the little artwork that i created for y'all and whatnot so thank you so much i really appreciate it and thank you guys yeah anything else we need to add megan I, I think we're good. Thank you all so much for listening. And yeah, definitely let us know if you agree with our choices. Because I know we've, uh, you know, we, we, we did put some great stuff in there. But maybe we some did. hot takes. So let us know how you, how you feel about them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, until then, everyone, we'll see you next time and have a very magical day. And night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. Putting Cheeto hot dust on a churro? Yeah, that's sacrilege. Absolutely I can tell not. you, <laughs> I, I will tell you that, that that stuck around for a grand total of like a month and then they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah good. Be gone. Get nasty. Be gone. Bye. <laughs>